0: Since 1961, Quartz Plumbing has offered friendly, reliable service to residences all over Bergen County, New Jersey. We are a fourth-generation family-owned business, unmatched in customer satisfaction and professionalism while working in your home. We are the hydronic heating and water filtration specialists, with a workmanship guarantee to put you at ease so you can rest comfortably. We offer financing for those big projects that catch you off guard. And we have a network of excellent contractors in all fields for any project you wish to tackle. Call our responsive office team and we'll dispatch a handsome and educated technician to lay the smack down on all your plumbing issues. You can also find us at quartzplumbing.com, search us on Google, or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Like, subscribe, and share, please.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Plum Bumps Podcast, the blue collar tradesman show where we talk about small business and entrepreneurship and running a small business in midst of the new world order. As uh, every day you wake up, what's that meme where it says every day I wake up and there's like what chapter of Revelation are we on? <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, here's uh, as with me always is my trusty sidekick Max. How's Max? it going today? Uh, how you doing? What did you think of work today when we were pipe-fitting for days? Oh, you're terrible. You can't improv at all. What? (laughs) This is not Max. Yeah, no kidding. By the way, this is my buddy Sal. Max is on vacation this week, so I scrambled for a partner. And since I had to go to his house and fix a uh, sink basket, I was like, hey, you want to just be on the show? Because I have nobody. (laughs) No, so... We want you to introduce yourself. Tell her what, what do you do for a living? I don't even know. So you I'm, never come home dirty.
2: I, I don't. I'm a construction manager in New York City. I basically build a building and tell people what to do all day. In the
1: city. In the city. That's brutal. The myths of it all. Like where in the city?
2: All over. Currently I'm in Brooklyn.
1: You commute to Brooklyn every day?
2: I drive to Brooklyn. I refuse to get on a train or subway.
1: What well, so you what time you to leave your house to get to Brooklyn by the job site?
2: I like to be in at 6.30, so I leave like 5.15,
1: oh, but I avoid all bad. traffic. So it's traffic only one way on the way home. So me and Sal, excuse me, Sal and I worked together a long time ago at this little rat hole pizza place in Oradell, New Jersey. It used to be called Trios. What a mess, dude. That place was such a mess. Okay, so kids ran this place. I came in as a, not like a manager, but like a pizza maker. I taught Phil how to make pizza. He taught me how to make pizza. And uh, I came in and like high school boys were running the joint. It was a freaking mess. The entire (laughs) place was coated in grease. It was terrible. And so when you, you know what sucks is when you hired as a manager and there's like a staff already established. They're like, screw you, bro. Like, (laughs) I I, I remember (laughs) Phil walking in. I was like. Who the hell is this guy? <laughs> well, then you found, then you knew my, you played football with my brother back in the day. I did,
2: and Dave is a great guy.
1: Dave's a good guy. So he's I out. figured Phil was close
2: to as great as him.
1: You know, Dave lives in out in Ohio now.
2: Yeah, he does those awesome shows. Or does he not do that anymore? When he was like the uh...
1: the reenactor.
2: Yeah, he's still doing
1: that. Uh, he still has all his stuff. He's always looking for like new Civil War gear, but I don't know if he's done a reenactment. He should have stuck with it. I think that stuff's cool. What's he doing now? I think, because we don't like talk on the phone, really. I think he's working at a factory. But so my brother used to do, or he still does, Civil War reenacting for a long time. So he, we went to, he did the 150th anniversary at Gettysburg, which was huge. You went? Oh, yeah.
2: Thousands of people.
1: Thousands. There were like 5,500 guys battling on the field. So they reenact the battles. And they reenacted, the one I remember was Antietam, the bloodiest battle that we've ever had in this country. And they reenacted the whole thing with cavalry and artillery and everything. It was so awesome. And that's when he fell down. So my brother used to fake die all the time. (laughs) He's the best fake dyer. Like, he's just so dramatic. And he falls, and like in the middle of the field, like you know that really thick, hard grass? Oh, yeah. He falls in one puncture, like a piece of grass <laughs> or like a stick punctures his eardrum. And, oh, it was terrible. It got infected and stuff. But he's still, he's still all about the reenacting. That never shut him off. Ohio. Bro, get into it, man. Ohio. All right. So Sal has, uh, this is Sal's first time hosting a uh, an online TV show.
2: Oh, yeah. First time. Area. Listen,
1: I'm going to give you like a three or four at this point. So if we can get to like a 6 or a 7.
2: Listen, I'll get try my best to get to a 6.
1: <laughs> so, long time ago, me and him used to work at this pizza place together. And uh multiple fights. So
2: <laughs> multiple fights.
1: Listen, that was a fun job. I mean, that was a fun Remember I tried to fire you?
2: Yeah, I I <laughs> it was a Saturday, I came in hungover and I made my friend
1: Sam go home so
2: I had to work with you that day.
1: Mm-hmm. Mhm. <laughs> I tried to fire you and you wouldn't leave. I'm not leaving. And I threatened to call the police. <laughs> call him. And then call he just, him. Yeah. What a mess. No respect. That was, uh, do you remember,
0: <laughs> so,
1: we used to make the dough in house and you had to do the cup of oil. Oh yeah. You remember when I drank that cup of oil? No. I, has, I had it sitting there to be poured into the pizza and two guys, two, you and another kid came in for their shift. And they're like, oh, this oil just sitting there. And I go, 20 bucks, I'll drink that. Oh, I do remember that. You remember that? Yes. It wasn't oil. It was pineapple juice.
2: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't pay the 20 bucks. It was, it was another kid named Nick.
1: But uh, I listen, I actually really enjoyed that job. The problem was, it was just, it was like way far gone by the time we got there.
2: Owners were lost. Owners involved. were
1: gone and never... Like, an owner, if you have a cash business and you own it, you have to be there. Or it's just going to turn into a massive mess, which it was.
2: I mean, I lived around the block. Sal, yeah. can you go in there? Can you go in open there? Open up. Yeah. I'm like, guys, it's a Wednesday. I got school.
1: <laughs> You're failing anyway.
2: Yeah, probably. <laughs> so the the the, be- the worst and the best thing of that pizza place, I don't know if you've ever... You definitely did it, but making the sauce... In that big plastic jug. Like
1: the pizza sauce? The
2: pizza sauce. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then like grinding up the tomatoes and stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, first
2: time you walk in and they, the owner showed me and he's just got his arm deep in the sauce. No gloves.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Terrible, dude. <laughs> Terrible. That, so it's obviously not trios anymore. It we went through like three owners. Before, you know, it's before funny. I went there.
2: Went. I took my daughter there for a slice of pizza and showed her the, showed her the place. You just walk I think it's in the back. called La Villa Roma now.
1: Something like that, yeah.
2: I asked the guys how long they've had that oven for, and they said, oh, a couple of years. I said, no way, man. That thing's been there since I've been 18. Is 18. that still the original? It's the original same oven.
1: The the bottom oven still doesn't work? But, no, the, the bottom one <laughs> it works, does, yeah. It does we it just work. never used it. So I want to talk about, uh, you're all up in the construction business now, in the city, which, I, I mean, I... I kind of troll your Instagram. I see the pictures you post of these massive... It's Listen, I love my job. Do you love it? I do. How did you get into the management part?
2: So I started as a subcontractor, was in the Iron Worker Union,
1: got slow. You were a union guy? Uh, I used to be, yeah. 12 wow. years. 12 years? 12 years. Okay, so you were Iron Worker's Union.
2: 12 years, I was doing steel, I'd set up cranes, I was installing windows on buildings... Storefronts, all metal.
1: For the same, co- f- oh no! Not for
2: the company I work now. Okay. The company I work for now, I was doing a job for. Union got slow. All these owners are going non-union, less money, they more money in their pocket. You know.
1: Okay, I don't know too much about that, but that's
2: how it goes now. There's New York City's probably 80, 80% percent non-union, twenty percent union right now. Your union companies that are standing still are carpentry.
1: I thought I feel it would, years ago it would have been switched.
2: Carpentry, elevator union, and mechanical. And that's it? That's it. That's all you see.
1: Well, what's mostly. considered mechanical?
2: Like duct work and
1: oh, okay. HVAC. Plum- I got gotcha. you.
2: I can tell you right now, the plumbers, non-union. Non-union plumbers? Non-union. But they are great.
1: Dude, but it's it's still union in New Jersey. It's still union Pretty in New hardcore. Yeah. Wow, I'm surprised New York went that way. That's kind of shocking.
2: So I was working. I started working three days a week. I actually had one of the GCs hired me direct to do a storefront, finish it, because the company I was with went went under. I ended up working for that company, as, and that's who I'm with now, still.
1: Frankie's to- Frankie's listening to your story.
2: What do you think, Frankie? <laughs> I was a super for the company, six years, and now I run the entire job that I'm on.
1: Wow. Yeah. Good for you, because, you know, back in the day, kind of screw up.
2: Definitely was. <laughs> Family now, I don't even think about my. Dude, all anymore. the screw
1: ups get into get into construction. They get into the construction industry and then they kill it.
2: It's funny, a lot of the but like a, a lot of the screw ups like they're still doing manual labor side. You know what I mean?
1: Well, that is true. I feel like it's a pretty lazy job. Like you don't bust your butt.
2: Mine, yeah. I do. I you do. do? I do. It's long hours, stressful. I mean, I get into the next I get in at six thirty, I'm home by five thirty, five o'clock every day.
1: What's the biggest job you've done?
2: Sixty seven story building in Long Island City, Queens.
1: Wow, really? Yeah. How long did that take? Four years. So how does it make you guys feel when like the Japanese put these things up in like a week and a half?
2: And then they fall down.
1: <laughs> Not in Japan.
2: Oh, Japan, yeah. In China yes, they no. do. But the it's it's different. The labor force is quadruple.
1: I, I watched this documentary, like, the different, like why Japan's able to do that and why America doesn't. It's all about money and politics, which is really why no one's getting anywhere, because of money and politics. We don't like to talk too much about politics on this show, but I'll talk about politics that affect businesses and the trades and stuff. And we're getting... You know what's killing us right now is... The insurance, everyone's raising their rates like every other month. Our workman's comp is is just going up and up and up like every other month.
2: 90% of the companies in New York City that go out of business is due to insurance.
1: It's such a Ponzi scheme and no one does anything about it and you have to have it and you have to always get more insurance and they pile more insurance and then they'll drop. So my car insurance calls me. I guess I missed my October payment or September payment. And I had no idea because my bank just sends them out a check every month.
2: Yeah, direct direct pay.
1: So I may have canceled it without realizing it. And I didn't. I've been with this company for like 13 years that have never missed a payment. I missed this one payment and I get a notice of cancellation. And I had this girl on the phone. And I'm sure it was a call center out of country. And I'm like... So just to get this straight. So I was okay, so I told her I was like, "Listen, I didn't realize this. I can have my bank send you out a payment, but it'll be there on the 3rd, not by the 2nd. Can you just extend it one day?" She goes, "No, I'm sorry, we can't do that." I'm like, "I've been a customer with you for 12 years. Have paid you religiously and re- renewed my insurance every year. There's like what is it just everything's just completely automated like AI, no understanding the situation, none of that anymore. It's do or die. If you don't pay us, you're done. Imagine if like I run my business like that. Like if you don't pay me, I'm coming back to rip out your water heater. <laughs> you won't have hot water. I don't care that you have four little children. Like imagine yeah. and that's whatever, I could go off on a tangent. Insurance, what'd you say? Forty percent? Ninety. 90 percent.
2: Of companies that do go out of business. I don't know the percentage of companies in the city, but 90% of the ones that do go out is for insurance.
1: So what do you love about your job?
0: Everything.
2: I'm just, I'm just building buildings, man. I just love everything. I just love building buildings. <laughs> it's fun. I mean, this building, kind of, it'll, it'll kind of be a historic moment for New York City. It's the first all-electric building in the city.
1: Oh, jeez.
2: Oh, yeah. You want to go back to politics? <laughs>
1: so it's basically going to suck half the grid out into itself
2: so it's funny because downtown brooklyn you got all these high rises now they're pushing all the people out from downtown brooklyn towards east new york phase two of new york city brooklyn dude build. tell
1: me of the dirt of all that. i, I want to know phase, all
2: of it. phase two of new york city build is to take over east new york bronxville that's like okay bad area new all york right city mike tyson's from over there But that's the plan, to push people that way and then to push them out of there completely. Okay. So back to the electric. All all Brooklyn buildings that are east of Flatbush Ave right now, or I should say Fulton Street, all electric. There's not enough gas to pull to the buildings.
1: There is enough gas, though.
2: That are over 12. I'm sorry, that are over 12 stories.
1: There is enough gas. We have ample natural gas. Like, natural gas is just so clean. And what people don't understand, and I'm, I'm assuming <coughs> that it's becoming common, common knowledge that electric is not clean. It's filthy. It destroys. like, mining for lithium and stuff is one of the worst things you can do to the planet. But there is enough gas, but they're, like, forcing limits on it. You can, you can adjust what you got to adjust. You can get nice and comfy. I'm comfy, dude. All right. You don't look it. You look very uncomfortable.
2: Well, this chair's $40 chair. So. Are you calling me out? No. Did you just—you just, just calling out?
1: Listen, this, was, this whole set was made on a ridiculously budget and super fast. We did what we could, and I think we did all right. I think this looks like downtown Brooklyn a little bit.
2: It's a little hipsterish, yeah. <laughs> Especially the Plum Bum podcast line.
1: I got that printed. No, I hand-painted that.
2: <laughs> um, so...
1: What do you hate about your job?
2: Incompetent people.
1: Well, I, it's, I, I but guess that's, that's what forgiven. I hate about the world. Yeah. What's the deal with like, so can you hire fire? Like, if, the, if you have a schmuck that's you just, I fired not... someone yesterday. Did you? Yeah. Well, how old are you?
2: 35.
1: All right. So you, you're past, so I guess.
2: So I'm the, I'm the head person on the job. I have one person above me.
1: It would suck to be fired by someone in their 20s.
2: Well, it would, you know. I sometimes I feel bad because I think everyone I work with is older than me, minus minus one intern. Okay, who's about twenty three.
1: Well, that's the job.
2: That's the job. If you don't perform, see you later.
1: That's it. I mean, it. it is what it is. I mean, I I I mean, I'm in my early forties now, so I'm kind of getting up there. But to be honest. I would probably I, I I lean toward hiring guys that are more green so you can train them in the right way. But
2: I agree with that. But
1: if I have to if I have to hire or fire an older guy, it's like.
2: But now you know, maybe not for you, small business wise, big business. It's very difficult to
1: fire somebody. In New Jersey. In New York. Oh, in, in New York, very, yeah. I know. Thank God New Jersey is um there's a there's a title for it like you don't need a reason you can just fire somebody. Yeah,
2: New York you can't. You get sued. It's happened to the company I'm with. Even
1: if you're not a union?
2: Yeah. So we're a construction manager. So I can hire like on my job right now I have three union companies. Three union subcontractors. So I'm I'm one entity. We make contracts to make a building. I hire the plumber, I hire the HVAC guy, I hired carpenter, facade guy, roofer, elevator guy, you get where I'm going with it.
1: Yeah. And I
2: have a team of now nine instead of ten.
1: Dude, look at you, dude. You couldn't even like do a big order through trios when we got it. I know. I mean (laughs) Isn't that amazing?
2: People would order a chicken franchise. I'd call them back and say, we don't
1: have it. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I did once? Were you there? <laughs> this is so funny. We had put out a new menu, and then Joe comes in. He's like, no, you can't. We're, we're, we're cutting the menu in half. I was like, bro, why didn't you tell me before? I I remember had... this like it was yesterday. So somebody ordered like uh, chicken like Sorrentino, and I sent <laughs> and I sent a dude to like the Italian place down the street. I was like, go order a Sorrentino <laughs> and bring it to the guy. And then he did. The guy left us a review. He's like, the best Sorrentino I've ever had. <laughs> Where'd you get it from? Big Jims? I don't even. I think it could have been Big Jims. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Dude, Who'd that you was. Stand, Victor? My cousin? It might have been him. Oh my gosh. I remember your cousin. What's he, he up to he's now? He's in
2: Massachusetts, man. He's married. He's married? Yeah, has a house, two dogs. He's in the woods in Massachusetts. What's you know he doing? He does uh, IT for. It's like an IT manager for some hotel so he's, company. So
1: he's making, he's making bank. He's making good money?
2: He makes good money, not as probably as much as you think, but he, he, he does well.
1: Is he smart with his money? I'd say yeah. Does he live in a nice part of Massachusetts? Because it's expensive up there.
2: He's got... He's, I, I can't think of the town name, but he's secluded in the, in the woods. His closest neighbor is...
1: That's my dream.
2: A half mile away?
1: That's my dream. Yeah. We were talking about before we started recording... I want to go to like Montana or Idaho and I just want like 200 acres Montana. it's not fair that Bill Gates gets like millions of acres like we should all have our own piece of our own country everyone's like oh that's so selfish you want to get to it's like really Bill Gates owns like 13 states right now I can't comment on Bill Gates <laughs>
0: I'll get in you can comment just don't curse I'll get in
1: trouble Bill Gates bro I have his computer over there. It's the worst computer in the world.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't buy those. He's probably listening to us right now.
1: That's fine. He's got <laughs> the, he, he, has no power over here. Um, what else you want to talk about?
2: I don't know what else you got.
1: I don't know. We're we're you getting busy? slaughtered. How's the plumbing business, dude. We're getting slaughtered right now with the heat calls. Oh God! You the know it's not turning on? Well, you know what's happened recently is it'll go from hot to freezing. Oh yeah. So and that's happened the last couple of years. So everyone scrambles. It's like, come on, people, we got to get... You have to call me, like, end of August, September, because, bro, s- halfway through September, I'm done. Uh, we're booked. I'm almost booked till Christmas. Unless I call. Unless <laughs> an emergency calls.
2: I found it weird, though, this year. I had the heat on. I'm sorry. I had the AC on and then jumped to put the heat on, and then AC back. Like two weeks ago, it was 80.
1: That's the Northeast.
2: Yeah. Now it's this morning I left, it was 29 degrees.
1: Dude, move up to Boston see how it is. Massachusetts, where your cousin is. It's crazy up there. I lived up there for a while. Same way? What do you mean, same way? Same
2: way, like hot, cold, hot, cold, like September,
1: October? It's ridiculous. It'll be It'll be sunny, and then a typhoon will rip through, and then it'll snow, and then the leaves will fall off the tree in one day. <laughs> it's ridiculous up there. The winters are insane, but the city never stops. Like It'll dump three feet. The T is up and running in 45 minutes back up and running. Was the subway? The train, yeah. The T? Because the train comes out onto the street, too, and then yeah, underground. Yeah, I've, I've been on that. I love that city. It's small enough. Here's what's crazy. Boston is small enough where I used to see the same people on the train, like, like just random people. Listen to this story, okay? This is insane. So I went to see my friends. I used to live in Quincy off the red line. And my friends lived in Jamaica Plain off the green line. So I had to switch one train to go see them. So I'm driving. I'm going over there one night. Like class is done. So I'm I'm taking the train over there. And I see these group of girls jump on. They're all dressed up, ready to go out. Like, go out drinking and partying. Huge college town, obviously. Yeah. So I get on the train. And I just, like, I wasn't, like, seriously paying attention but enough to like remember their faces so they get off before i get off and i hang out at my friends all night and then i jump on the train the next morning at like eight nine o'clock dude i saw one of those girls the next morning black eye bloody lip shirt torn shoes ripped she looked like she was drugged out of her mind Her clothes were disheveled. There was dirt all over her face, and she just quietly gets on the train, sits on a seat, and doesn't even like look around. And I wanted to know, like, what the hell happened. And I remember this girl from the night before, like, ready to go out, have a good time, and then I see her completely abused back on the train the next day. It was insane. Or it was a really good night. No, she did not look like she had a good night. Not like that. No, no, her clothes were torn. She had like a limp. I, I, I mean i don't know i don't it depends on what your definition of a good time is but that's not mine <laughs> but it's small enough that you'll recognize people um and you'll like get to see the same faces new york it never happened never will never happen it's too it's it's never. too huge
2: i mean i see in the morning the same people walk past my building but that's i guess different slightly
1: so what else we got how are you guys are you guys busy with oh, this yeah. Because you're in the middle of a building.
2: Um, I'll be done May, and then I'm moving same owner down the street. I'm doing a 61-story building, Uh 65-story building. Wow. About 30 yards away.
1: You know what we should do? We should come on the job site and film it. We could do that. Can we?
2: Yeah. Yeah, we could set up in a wh- finished you apartment. Have,
1: you have that kind of power?
2: I do. <laughs> set up right in the finished apartment.
1: Is OSHA all over your no all over your ass it's, no
2: it's not osha really new york City's more predominantly department of buildings they're a big
1: oh that's like state run yeah so they're just it's actually
2: i think technically city run it's new york city department of buildings
1: see that i can't i like being a small operation like a small service operation i hate authority
2: i mean dob comes to the building you tell everyone stop what you're doing go on break take a break
1: oh you get out of here
2: No, i just have them go take a break What's DOB? Department of Buildings. Oh. Sorry. So they can come. They can stop work. They can do a full stop work order on a building, partial stop work order depending, housekeeping fines. They could, anytime they come, you're pretty much getting a fine for something. Really? Yeah. You get a neighbor that complains as a system you can call into, 311.
1: I can't. I, I mean, that's the tough part. Yeah, Listen, but that's
2: all like – it's just a scam in my head. Everyone knows that. Like I got, I've gotten a – $2500 housekeeping fine for a floor that guys were sheetrocking on.
1: You there's a housekeeping fine? Oh yeah. What if the job site's too dirty?
2: If if the inspector walks on a floor and there's not a clear pathway, $2500 fine.
1: $2500? $2,
2: but it, in a way it's just like paying it's like paying your dues.
1: That's not do. That's like I know. Oh it's... my gosh, dude. It's a scam. It is a scam. It's a scam. That's insane. It's I mean, I know, I know we put water heaters in for a certain amount in this area, but I know if I went into the city, I would be tripling that charge just because it's in the city.
2: At like a brownstone or something. Like my building, my hot water heaters, I have a whole mechanical floor. I think there's like 50 of them.
1: Yeah, but just to work in the city, the guys who, the guys who are plumbers in the city are upcharging like quadruple what oh, we yeah. charge over here. Oh yeah. And then your overhead since your overhead is insane, you you're really just making the same amount. You're just charging astronomical prices. Oh yeah. You know, Jersey City is the most expensive city in this country now on the Jersey side. To live? To live. Really? Yep. They to did own, a... By own or rent? Both. Both. Oh, I think we got uh somebody. So here. we got we we got a uh, one of our customers, he's a um Hey, come here. What's up, Justin? What's How's it going? Good. How are you? Just take a seat real quick. Yeah, we'll yeah. just uh we got um we got uh one of our local photographers on. We're gonna do um we're gonna do a session with him and figure out the ins and outs of that business. But um yeah, let's take a break. We've been chatting for a little bit. We can do that. But uh so Max number two is going <laughs> is going to
2: <laughs> I mean we kinda look alike.
1: Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, All right. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back. And uh, we'll keep this going. And stay tuned.
0: Plumbing and heating for top rated service in Bergen County, New Jersey. And don't forget to keep treats for Frankie on hand. You're married to the love of your life, your best friend, your number one favorite person in the world. All the amazing, beautiful details that create the perfect photos. Perfect moments are incredibly important. We're here to capture each moment. To cherish for the rest of your life. Justin Pedrick Studios. Live your best moments. Go to JustinPedrick.com to find out more.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Plum Bum's podcast, the blue-collar tradesman show where we talk about small business and entrepreneurship in the midst of the new world order taking over our planet, right? Did we discuss that last, uh, last segment? Slightly. <laughs> we implied some things about the crazy times, man, crazy times. You're in construction in the city, I'm in service work out here, and we're just getting bombarded and swamped with a whole bunch of BS.
2: When are you gonna start new construction?
1: Oh, come on! Never.
2: Come on! That's where the money is. No, no,
1: no, no. There's not. Yes. That is such a crock, dude. No, that's not true. And I'll tell you why. Because you have to be at the mercy of the GC, and if it's a bad GC, you're screwed. And you're called back to the job because the construction guy needs you to move this pipe, and you have to come back. You got to stop. If I had the crew, maybe. Okay. But people are always gonna here's here's why i stick to service because people are always going to go with the cheaper option for the renovation and then they'll have to call the service guy back two years because everything's falling apart by the way back with uh this with the substitution sal the substitution <laughs> A.K. mac the substitution the sub. instead of the situation what do you think of that I'm you are italian right half <laughs> half italian half. the substitution
2: From the Jersey Shore. I could go with that for the next episode. All right, we'll do that. Instead of Sal, the substitution. (laughs) That could be my name.
1: No, Max is on vacation, so we got a couple guys filling in for him. And, uh, again, my old buddy from way back when, the food service industry. But we're back from break, and we have one of our loyal customers and one of the top photographers and videographers, wedding videographers in uh, North Jersey, rated by... Zagat, yeah,
3: Zagat, <laughs> the Bergen Records.
1: This is Justin Pedrick. Uh, you do wedding photography uh, for this whole area for how long now?
3: I think I shot my first wedding twenty years ago.
1: Twenty years ago? Yeah, you're early forties, right? You mind me I'm saying 40, that? Yeah. Wow. So you you've been in this for a long time. Yeah. In this area.
3: In this area. You got to travel a lot though. I I, sh- I shoot a lot of the same venues in this area. Like any wedding that you've ever been to, I've probably really? shot there before, especially in the tri-state, especially northern New Jersey. Um, I think the reason why is because North Jer- New Jersey specifically, does weddings a lot differently than oh yeah the rest of the world. A hundred percent.
1: Uh, absolutely. Uh, the
3: money that is spent on some of these events is is mind boggling, and people come here. I have a lot of clients from Staten Island and Long Island that have their weddings in New Jersey. They'll come to a venue They'll out come here. To a venue in New Jersey. Pull the mic it's a little more, bit. Pull the mic a little bit closer. It's a little more rustic. There you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, tra- some travel. Um, I've got to go to some some cool places to shoot, but primarily, uh, yeah, New Jersey, all of New Jersey. <laughs>
1: You know, I'm actually I'm happy to have you on because especially from your industry cuz it's it's an artistic industry. I've had we had um you know uh, we, let's see who we've had. We've had a tat Okay, the other guy who was kind of an artistic industry was the tattoo guy. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Mm-hmm. I've had my cleanup guy on that's just cleaning up, you know what I mean? Like just those types of industries, but we talk a lot about branding and marketing and as a photographer I'm not going to say that it's easy, but your content is 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 easily... It translates easily into social media. Definitely. Where you can put out some cool stuff to get views and stuff and kind of build your brand online. Yeah. How important is building your brand specifically online, or is it more of like an organic reach where you're getting customers that way?
3: So to your first point, the work is the content, yeah. which is great. I mean, if you're doing a job... Uh, you're also on the side filming the job that you're doing right for me i just do the job and that stuff becomes the content which is nice uh, in that way um it's definitely important i i have some younger guys that work with me that tell me how important it is every day oh you have a crew (laughs) yeah how many
1: guys go out with you on a crew
3: um so so we got a wedding tomorrow there's gonna be four of us four guys um, That's
1: true. You need you need lighting. You need uh...
3: yeah. So it's myself. I'll I'll be the lead, and then there's a second photographer who is normally with the the groomsmen, you right? Know, watching them get hammered, um, and then <laughs> and then I have a videographer, and then an assistant who carries bags, holds lights that are kind of similar to these. And... I
1: mean, it is an insane. It has it is an insane. It's part of a whole insane industry, is the wedding industry. Yeah, but photography. I mean, that's one of the most important features of a wedding, and I'm sure people go nuts. You know, I've had complaints about that couch that's not too comfortable. No, it's, not, so.
2: it's not that great. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> the same with this chair. Don't worry.
1: All right, listen. Get me advertisers, and then we can get some new furniture.
2: <laughs> All right, Phil, listen.
3: Where do you think the wedding is tomorrow? Where do I think? Yeah, it's not up here. It's not, it's not North Jersey. Oh, it's not? Oh, no.
1: is, it a ve- is it like an established venue, or is it like yeah. on a beach?
3: Um, it, it, it is down the shore. Oh, it is. Uh, yeah, it's it's a. It's a I pretty, don't know anywhere. I am going to go with Long Branch. Uh, no, I am there next weekend though at oh. w- a uh, wave. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty popular People are getting
1: topic. those fall weddings in.
3: Getting the fall weddings in, and they're always tricky. I think they imagine something very different. Tomorrow should be nice, but they want the foliage. Oh yeah. A lot of times, everybody's just really cold. Where is it? Um, Crystal Point Yacht Club.
1: You know, it's it's rained, what, the last, like, eight weekends? Yeah, yeah. horrible. How That's been awful. How that, how's that been? Uh, How do you compromise for that? I mean, let me ask you, like, your ballpark of the equipment you take to a wedding. What, do you, what would you say, like, or do you not want to talk about that?
3: Like, the cost of the stuff?
1: Listen, I've seen, <laughs> so I'm trying to upgrade the cameras for this. Yeah. And I'm like, the price tag is just like, oh, my God, with yeah. the lenses and stuff? Yeah. I can't imagine having <laughs> an established business. It's where a you, lot. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's a lot. Um, you know where it's, it's it's insured. I've had stuff stolen. People get drunk and walk away with stuff. Holy jobs. cow! Um, drunk knocking it down. Yeah, yeah a lot of like what's this? Yeah. Just oh my gosh, day. that <laughs> is so
1: obnoxious. Drunk, dude, drunks are so obnoxious. I can't imagine having to deal that deal with that. That's like a, a living.
2: The last the last wedding I was at was at the Manor. <laughs> yeah. In what is that? West Orange. Uh, the
3: Manor is yeah. They just closed the Manor. Really? Yeah. Did for, they really? For good. Really? Like after sixty something years or something. This wedding.
2: Wow. I I can remember the photography. It was a crew of fifteen deep. Yeah. High class wedding. Yeah. Whose friend of a friend. Okay. They're from the woman is from Rhode
1: Island. The guy's from down
2: here. He's like, they're
1: way too rich for you to know them.
2: Yeah, but you know what's (laughs) (laughs) crazy that's what I'm getting at. The cocktail hour had to have cost more than my house. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: What's the most expensive wedding you've gotten sucked into?
3: I never know the final price tag of what people are Take paying. Take a guess. I mean, like... I mean... 600k. I, yeah, maybe somewhere in that, like, half a are million. Are
1: you kidding me? For one day?
3: <laughs> Sometimes in the city. Now, those aren't my... Now, there's different... There's almost, like, different tiers of wedding photography. There's some some real, like... There's some bargain brands, you know, if you, if you're on a budget... Um, and then you have, your kind of like middle of the road and then you have people that are really branding themselves as, as luxury okay. kind of photographers. Uh, and I always found, I found, I'm like kind of in the middle. I have a lot of cops and teachers. Those okay. are my clients. Um, and I like that. I like, okay. that's the, that's always suited me well, but I got, uh, put into a wedding. It was a referral from someone else that couldn't do it. It was in Manhattan um oh, and i went I, I remember going to to Brutal. to grab the dress because i was going to move it to take and, and i do this often you know put it in a window for a picture of the right. dress and um some family member i don't know it was an aunt or something she physically just grabbed my hands and asked me if i had washed my hands and then they asked me to wear gloves so then i just said you know Someone else could move this for me. That'd be great. So th- I actually learned a lesson. I really don't handle the dress much anymore because of that experience. Oh. And that, that dress was probably 50 grand. I mean, like, who knows? Yeah. It was just insanity um, the the amount of money that people spend on this. But if you have the money, I guess. I mean, I can't <laughs>
1: imagine that, like dropping that much money for one day, but the money is out there for sure. You know, how did you get into photography to begin with?
3: I, I did photography in high school, really liked it. I went to art school in New York City. Did you really? I did. I didn't know what I like. I just knew I wanted to do photography. My first day of, of art school was 9-11 um, in Manhattan. Get out of here, dude. Yeah. 23rd Street. It was on 23rd Street. Um, that was pretty wild. <laughs> you, saw, you saw, you saw a second plane? I didn't I didn't see I You heard it. Yeah, it was a Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. It took us 13 hours to get out of Manhattan. I was in a car with like a friend of a friend. We were wow. picking up people. It was that's a whole other thing. That could be a whole show. But yeah, I went to school for it, which is which is something that I just wouldn't recommend to anyone. I have younger guys that are like, how do I get into this? Should I go to school for photography? I'm like, absolutely not. You should go to school for business and maybe watch some YouTube videos. Oh, yeah. That's what like that's what I would, would recommend. Right. Um, because the things that I learned in 2001 are not even relevant anymore. Of the, the course. Tech, I mean, same in a lot of industries, but the technology yeah. changes so much. <laughs> 360 compared to that. Exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I use anything that I learned there.
1: We talk a lot about you know how college—you can get your college education off YouTube at this point if Absolutely. you do it right. Yep. And we talk about people, and that—I mean, kids are still pushed to go to college just because it's supposedly the thing to do. Yep. But if, if you're self-employed, business probably. Yeah, you're. Right, you probably have a point with that. But at the same time, I learned everything off YouTube and Google and figuring out how to do Excel and doing all that stuff. Yeah. And didn't spend any money. Yeah. And you got kids coming out with degrees, like communication degrees, and they're what, like a hundred thousand, hundred twenty thousand dollars in debt.
2: Did you do the hour you know? twenty minute tutorial on YouTube for Excel? Because I did.
1: For Excel? <laughs> yeah. No, I just would Google like how do I do this formula? And then I would get and then I would get stuck. I said, How do I do this formula? How do, so, it was a nightmare.
2: So Excel, like with me, it's the main thing I use.
1: Dude, I love Excel now. Me too. I treat it like a computer game at this point. But it's yeah, it's like Minesweeper to me.
0: <laughs> I, swear, I swear it is. You type these formulas Stop in, you can. Themselves. You
2: can, I'm telling you, it's crazy. The, the things I Google now for that, you can drag. I can. I can do a whole spreadsheet in five
1: minutes. Uh, yeah, I can. That's when a I video
2: you watched, because yeah, <laughs> there's kids I work with, college kids. Yeah, they don't know I'm oh, sitting yeah, there yeah, putting, yeah.
1: dragging the mouse over to give click me an and example.
2: Then... Eight times five is forty. I'll He'll be, be I'll ty- I'll typing I'll take your word in. for it. He'll be typing that in. <laughs> I'm sitting there dragging, pulling. I don't even know what the numbers are, and I just know it's right, just from doing a tutorial right. on YouTube.
1: I love Excel now. When I first, when I completed my first sheet that did math on its own, it was like 11:30 at night. My uncle's passed out, but I don't care. I'm calling him. Like, get on your computer right now. You got to see what I just made. You gotta, this is going to help the business so much. And then I just would keep building and building, and then I would watch on marketing. And I would, you know, it's all there. Yeah, there's no reason to pay. 30 grand a year for it you know what i mean No, it's like 50 is it (laughs) yeah it was like i guess when we were when when i
2: was going to college i think it was like twenty seven thousand a year
1: did you go to school
2: yeah i wish i didn't but again i i took my my major was business management Mm -hmm. there you go
1: yeah that's that's something to be said about i played football
2: in college i bet if i didn't play football i probably never would have went to school
1: that's right you did play football um no i would have
2: had four more years in my profession than i have now the, the
1: business is smart, and I see where – and I say, yeah, you need to have some kind of – because what they, what they were doing with plumbing is you would get your license, and there was no type of business, anything on the test, in school, nothing. And all these guys would get their license, and their businesses would, be, would go under in two years. Right. So now they've added business stuff to the test and the school. Yeah. But when you jumped into it and you started doing it professionally – so you graduate college. Did you start doing weddings before you graduated?
3: yeah. Yeah, weddings were kind of frowned upon at school. You know, I don't even know what kind of photography I was going to get into. I think okay. I wanted to do commercial photography for magazines or sports or something like that. Like, I think that's where my mind was at the time. So I was just taking a bunch of photo classes, no business classes. Um, and I knew that I was getting into an industry that I wasn't going to, like, graduate and, like, find a job online and go have an interview. Right. I was going to have to, like, schmooze my way in somewhere and, like, get, get, a, get a chance. Um, that's why I cut, that's why I mentioned the business thing. I wish I took like a business, I wish they offered a business class where I went, but it was an art school. Like right. my, my, I had a fashion photography teacher that worked at Vogue. Like they were like, they were a fashion editor. Like, so they, it's
1: so crazy though. Cause people who were going to art school are going to be working for themselves. Yeah. I, you would think that right. they would build the curriculum like. You're going to have to they know how to changed. do this. They might have changed Yeah, that. I guess no, so. Not, not, I mean, I don't want to sure. dog too much on college. Yeah, all right. You know? All right. We don't
3: have to.
1: <laughs> I mean, we can off camera because I have a lot of opinions, but...
2: It's obvious. I don't want to ostracize,
1: so. <laughs> like, half our audience that is sitting there with the degree, like, oh, plum Plumbum said I shouldn't even get this. You know what I mean? <laughs> not that anyone's listening to what I'm saying, but... But, uh, so, clearly, doing weddings or... So, I actually... When I was younger like 14, 15, I had a part-time job as a gaffer with this guy who did Jewish weddings and bar mitzvahs, which was insane. Yeah. You talk about money? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my god, dude. Yep. The amount yep. of money that these people would spend for one day.
0: Yep.
1: And I thought it was real I thought it was cool as hell because the way this guy would just jump into like a conga line and get these awesome pictures, like he would frame it up so quick, boom 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 boom. And then um I would go back, and he would get the film development, and I would have to help go through. I always thought photography was awesome. My sister's kind of into photography. It's really cool. I just never had the time to do the lenses or even figure out. Yeah. But with weddings, he did bar mitzvahs. It's hard to make a living, I would assume, just being taking nature photos. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. (laughs) And you got
3: to... I'd love to go just hike around and take pictures of stuff that I thought was really cool and make money Uh, do you do that that,
1: like in your free time or you're just like oh i can't even
3: yeah yeah i do yeah i have i i bought like personal cameras that are like my like i take pictures of my kids with right you know this is my work stuff Uh i'm gonna leave work at work right like have another camera for just that um but i i do still enjoy photography like that's why i started it but i i didn't think i would because after a three wedding in a row weekend or something I don't want to look at cameras anymore.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like even if you even if you're doing something that you really enjoy when you're doing it for a living, it is work. It becomes work. Yeah. We talked about I really enjoy video editing. Yeah. I enjoy that part of this, you know. But and I used to put out to like, you know, a couple of like small business owners I was like, "Listen, I'll make you a little promo video for Facebook." And as soon as they give you money and you have to do it, I'm just like, "Ugh. I don't want to Ah, this sucks. And then I'm not getting paid. I love to do it. Yeah. Is he annoying you? No, he's great. Yeah, he's uh he's a really needy dog. This is the this is the <laughs> Hey, no one's coming. Relax. Frankie took mushrooms earlier, so. <laughs> so just don't mind her. She's she's peaking right about now. <laughs> just bear with her. <laughs> That's terrible. You shouldn't make a joke like that about animals, bro.
2: I couldn't tell if you were joking or being serious.
1: (laughs) You think i give my dog psychedelic mushrooms?
2: Potentially. You think I'm that type of person?
1: I invite you on my show and you accuse me of being an animal abuser?
2: (laughs) I didn't accuse you. I was 50 on it. You (laughs) assumed it.
1: So I want to talk about um, the social media presence, branding. What's your approach? What's your approach? There's so many photographers out there. How do you set yourself apart? And what I'm trying to do is cause we have small business owners that, you know, they, they kind of watch a little bit of us and they pick up tips about branding their own stuff. Yeah. How do you try to stand out against a ton of other companies that are taking pictures of the same thing?
3: It's a good question. Um, a lot of our business is a lot of, I, I can trace back. I could probably trace back all my weddings, probably like one couple somehow. Like I remember like one couple that told some friends that told some friends and that spider web happened. All right. And um, a lot of it's a lot of it's word of mouth. But uh, but branding, I feel like knowing knowing my audience has become knowing my clients and the type of clients that are going to hire me is helpful what they want staying ahead of trends having younger guys that work with me is really helpful true like there's a new trend going on in wedding photography where you will charge the couple to have a guy walk around with their phone and just film content during the day oh get out of here And just give them like at the end of the wedding day it's like here's a camera roll full of uh, stuff from yeah, your day, and they're on Instagram making reels out of the yep, videos. Exactly. Oh, wow! So that, like, no, like that. Just he like, as soon as I heard about that, I'm like, I'm gonna offer that. Yeah, because the new the people getting married it's are actually, also reading the same Blog quotes. Cool. Oh, yeah, 100%. You've never,
2: you've never seen that
3: no. go on Instagram and
2: type in like wedding POV I've never been really.
1: married, bro. I don't know anything <laughs> about that process. Nothing,
2: I'm Telling a you, like, it, it's cool to see. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I spend my life in a basement. Like, all day long. Anyway, go ahead. What were we saying? I'm, it's
2: it's kind of cool to watch.
1: Don't raise your voice to me.
2: It's very cool to watch.
1: <laughs> don't lower your voice that much to me. That's weird. <laughs> no, I, I look... I follow a lot of photography, and there are people that have a specific point of view that you can see through their social media. And I just... I look at it that it's got to be tough, so you have to stay on the cutting edge. And isn't it interesting that we're only in our early 40s, and we have to look to the younger guys to kind of. Yeah. That sucks so much. And you're about to, are you kidding me? You're five years younger than you. No, you're seven years younger than me. But, uh, dude, I'm telling you, as soon as you hit 40, everything, like you just all, you, you step out of your house on your 40th birthday, and you're like, wow, everything's different. And my knees hurt. And it's my funny, back my hurt. knee hurt
2: the other day. <laughs> my knee hurt the other day. I got an MRI on my knee last night.
1: Dude, I hit 40, and that was it. Everything just changed, and I was angry from that point on. <laughs> Dude, I,
2: I got a quick funny story. So I got surgery on my left knee when I was a junior in high school 19 years ago, two Thursdays ago.
1: Wow, knee surgery in high school? Football, Why, from football? football?
2: Football game, yeah. I tore my MCL, PCL, LCL, meniscus, and medial meniscus. I Holy woke cow. up on a Sunday. I had my daughter's soccer game, coaching, you know, just not running around, hanging out come home, watch the Rangers hockey game. Sunday I wake up, I could not stand. I don't know if it was from hot to cold weather. Usually it bothers me, but this was a scale of 1 to 10, 9 pain. Ugh. Monday I went to work, barely could walk. Tuesday I went to the doctor. He's like, "Yeah, you tore your meniscus again." I'm like, "How do you know that?" He's like, "Well, I don't, but I can tell by this movement. Uh, you're going to get you got to get an MRI." I got the MRI last night. I got the follow-up tomorrow. So I'll have to be the substitution again to give you the rest of the story when I find out. Oh, you're going
1: to leave it for part two?
2: Part two. When
3: All right, cliffhanger
1: out. folks. Thanks for joining us. We'll be...
3: <laughs> <laughs> Tune in again next
1: week. Tune in again next week. We'll be sitting in the same spot, sipping the same drink.
3: Yeah, that
1: sucks. But yeah. Surgery in high school is... You should have stopped That's playing brutal. football after that. Yeah, I that did. unless you get in...
2: to play your senior year? I was running track that winter. Oh, wow. I yeah. went crazy. I mean, you know how I am. Yes. I got surgery. Yes, I know. How I you was are. home out of school for a little bit. I was running tra- indoor track by January.
1: That youthful that, I used that... to
2: I used to cut class Youth is and have wasted a girl and drive young. me to Westwood to go to physical therapy.
1: Where's this hey. girl now?
2: She She'll just got faster. married. I think she lives in California.
1: How long ago did you get married?
2: Two thousand seventeen.
1: So how about you rate your photographer? You guys did the shopping for the photo. Oh, you probably didn't do anything. I didn't get a. This guy didn't pick out anything. He didn't do anything. He didn't lift a finger for it. I guarantee it. You I just sat I, back.
2: I yeah. I <laughs> sat back. What do you want to do? We didn't do a big wedding. Sal was a bridezilla. We did a. Uh, <laughs> we actually got married in a park. That's nice. On a bridge with a waterfall behind it. Perfect. That's it. That is perfect. Jeez. People. Twelve people. Eight people. That was oh, all awesome. your wife. That's awesome. Um, my wife's friend took pictures on her phone. No, just she, sitting there. She with had the a camera. Phone. I don't know what it was—black camera, Canon, you know, <laughs> usual big lens thing.
1: So you're working. So she, okay, so you had that type of you. You're working in. I I imagine. Okay, I've seen clips of Bridezillas on TV and stuff like that. You're working with people in a service industry i on probably one of the most stressful days of their life yeah. with no buffer. Yeah. It's just I mean give me like a horror story like what
2: Yeah, give, give us the give us the meltdown story. And
1: make sure you tell us their name and address too. I over, over the, I, I need mean, to, I want to hear the worst Karen.
3: Uh, I honestly would have to think hard about that. But I do realize that photography is so unimportant like as far as the like hats that i wear i feel like i need to be an entertainer a guidance counselor because if, if a bride's freaking out because the limo isn't there and it's just me and her in the hotel room oh my gosh. Before that, it's just me i'm just there with her she's like what are we gonna do and i'm just crying i'm like you're getting married in like an hour and then I'm, and like, all of a sudden, my cameras are meaningless. Like this photographer is now turned into the guy who's got to talk <laughs> you off Psychi- the ledge Holy cow! Yeah, I'd be um, out. I'd be like, I got to go to the bathroom. Or like a, a morning that I don't feel good. Like I can't call out of a wedding. Right. I I I got, or if I just am not feeling like being a people person that day, I have to go there and be like, this is the best day ever. Yeah, because, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I I do fortunately like. I like it I, I do you I like what I, you I do. I would have quit if I didn't like it because there's no way that I would be able to handle that unless there was some sort of satisfaction at the end. of course um but there's there's been a lot of like not really bridezillas, but a lot of stuff has to do with alcohol my my always my go-to story always is I did a a St Patrick's Day wedding on Long Island during the day, and it was an Irish wedding for the Flanagans and uh <laughs> the flanagan when i say these guys were turning it on like early early like during prep it was like nine in the morning because it was a day wedding and i'm Bro, like the, this is gonna get this the gonna
1: Irish start so, a week prior oh, yeah absolutely i'm irish
3: <laughs> yeah so i knew it was well i was getting right date. so it was and and as uh you know a bunch of good irish people they were like half of them were cops and firemen
1: of course that's uh, the only thing they ever do
3: out during the reception i thought it was dancing I realized it was a big fight. <laughs> You're like between- yeah. pictures. I'm like, oh, these guys are like really getting into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then like I see punches. And it and it got pretty wild. Was guys on the floor. There was blood, brides screaming, bridesmaids screaming, people screaming. Then the cops come. Cops come. A couple guys start going out, not in handcuffs, but they're they're clearly being taken out, belligerent. Everyone's yelling. Guy just comes up to me. He's like, "Yo, you know all those guys that got kicked out? They're all cops. <laughs> the cops came, no and got way, the cops and took them out.
1: Unbelievable. Um,
3: I would have came up to you get you get all that. <laughs> and yeah, we seriously, did, we did get all that. That's awesome. was, like complete great.
1: action shots. Or... Uh, yeah,
3: and, and it, the the groom. I remember the groom telling me like something crazy was gonna happen. I, I have a I have a good friend. Uh, it was an Irish cop, a retired Irish cop, and he's like, you know, the Irish people, we all like. We all suppress all of our emotions until a wedding. Until a wedding. <laughs> or a funeral. Yeah. And then they all come out and people just... Dude, Irish weddings crazy. are
1: like a Dothraki wedding, bro. Someone <laughs> always dies. There's always bloodshed. <laughs>
3: yeah, but that stuff
2: like that happens. I got something off topic. How slightly, off topic? It's slightly off topic. But you said you had a wedding on Long Island. On Long Island. On. Come on. In? In Long Island. In Long Island.
1: Okay. <laughs> is that really?
2: Oh, man. I get in fights with you're people. You're not even from there. And I get in fights with people at work when they say, oh, I, I'm, I live on Long Island. No, dude. You live in Long Island. You know, Long Island is not even an island? If you,
1: Google uh, you live it in, right in Long now, Island, you live on Long Island. You live on Long Island. Why? Do you live on it? Because it's an island. Do you live on New Jersey? No, I live in
2: Jersey. Okay.
1: But on, I would feel like it's an, if it's an island, you're saying, I live on New Jersey. That's
2: this just island. the title
3: of it. Google right. yeah, it. Long German. Island's a peninsula. I could see both. Yeah, fu- if you say, like, I'm on an island? It's because of the, like, it's it's the word because the island. I
2: wasn't fighting. I was verbally <laughs> arguing with them. That.
1: That's like down the shore when we say down the shore. Yeah. Uh, no one says I'm going down to the shore. I it's say I'm going, going to the beach. You do?
2: Yeah. Hey, Jen, you want if to go If you go to, go to the, the, beach, the yeah? Jersey
1: Shore, you say you're going to the beach? Yeah. That's weird. Why? Because everyone's going down the shore.
2: I'm driving in my car to the beach.
1: This is why I don't take your Long Island thing seriously because you're wrong about this. It's down the shore. You're not going to the beach. What do you mean Google it? Google what 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 is Long Island island?
2: It's a peninsula.
1: It's an island. It's a peninsula. It's in the name. Is Long Island an island? Google it. I don't know. Bro. I'll Google it. Somebody Google this right now.
2: Just type, is Long Island
3: an island?
1: Google this while I...
3: (laughs) Is that specific wordage going to turn up the answer?
1: Google this while I figure out a way to get out of it once I'm proved wrong. Frankie, stop barking at people. There's nobody here except us. While we're waiting, listen, guys, remember to subscribe.
2: The reason reason Long Island isn't considered an island. In 1985, all nine justices on the Supreme Court agreed Long Island, the mass of land completely surrounded by water, is not an island. It is a peninsula.
1: How is it a peninsula if it's completely surrounded by water?
2: Because
1: it's not completely surrounded by water. They just said. Read that again. I'm not reading it again. I'll read it again.
3: It is a peninsula. <laughs>
2: it's it's <not laughs>
3: Justin's reading it right now and he sees it. Well, the first Reddit is yes, Long Island is an island.
2: Oh.
1: Reddit. I just got banned from Reddit again. I gotta start again? up another account. Yeah.
2: Why are you fighting with people?
1: I don't fight with people. I just make funny comments.
2: <laughs> I just got I just got banned from a, one of my town political pages. Why are you fighting oh. with people? Facebook page? Oh, yeah. I had to call somebody out. That's what that's my main problem. These, you know, you got these people and they and they <laughs> hate on other people and as soon as someone challenges them, they block you. A guy blocked well, they me. They report you. A a guy blocked me because I had to tell him what was real about asphalt. I do it for a living.
1: He blocked you over an asphalt comment?
2: So, in my town, they PSE&G did um it was federally grant from um Whoever federal the federal government, I guess. Oh,
1: dude, the road system and the construction I hear is is so is listen. A nightmare.
2: It's it's for more green system. So we got all um, high pressured gas from the street now. Okay. So when PSE and G does that work, the federal money they're only gonna <laughs> pay for the where they had to rip the road up. They're not gonna repave the whole road right. in the town. Right. Mm-hmm. So now you got half the road paved. You get these people complaining. Oh, the road's gonna buckle. It's gonna crack. No, guys, there's you know. And then it turns into, oh, it was a political move by the mayor and council, this and that. It's nonsense. So all and know, what was your comment? My comment was, <laughs> do, do you know what a binder course is? And he goes... Blocked. Blo- no, no. He, he responded back, and I said, you're lost. You put a binder course, you put a wear coat, you pour the asphalt, and then you have a topping coat, which is the, which is the one that takes a beating, and that's a two-inch, two-inch pad. Okay. You put a seal between the two, no water gets
1: in. Well, what happened? With, uh, when did he, well, at one point, did he block yeah, when, you? When, when I told him he was lost and
2: I, and I listed all the facts, he read it, commented something, and then probably was embarrassed and deleted the whole thing and blocked me.
1: <laughs> Dude, this is why I don't do the internet. I have Facebook. Every, all my social media is for the business. But for Facebook, you have to have a personal Facebook. Yeah. And then you have a business page. Yep. I have a personal Facebook. I have a bunch of friends. And they're all hidden from my page because I don't want to know your opinion. I don't want to know who you're voting for. I I'm don't not want to hidden. know what. It... You're hit on Facebook? You're absolutely hidden.
2: I can see you, though.
1: You posted a stupid meme. I'm going to go hide. Oh, really? Hide Sal.
2: But I can see <laughs> your Bill yeah. Bill's page. But from
1: my newsfeed, I just oh. hide everybody. <clears throat> oh, I got it. Like, if something's important, text me. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. But um, I was actually, before we went off on that tangent, I wanted to <laughs> ask you um, uh, what was I going to ask you? <laughs> it'll come back oh, me? no oh. justin it was pertaining to it was pertaining to all oh, your okay so we talk a lot about we have a lot of guys coming in here who are self-employed and they talk about the journey it was to figure out how to properly charge and the nightmare that it took to finally get there yeah so especially with something as you know What's your how? How many hours are you on a wedding? Basically, how many hours are you involved with a specific couple for their wedding? Not even at the same day.
3: Uh, on the day of the wedding, like nine to ten hours.
1: Nine to ten hours, yeah. and, w- and what's like prep time before meeting with them?
3: A couple phone calls. They get an engagement shoot, so that's like another oh, yeah. hour, yeah, two hours, depending that. on that. Um. So yeah, there's like a three hours, four hours before
1: how do you run your numbers how do you run your and you don't have to tell me your pricing but how did you figure out as a business owner i mean did you learn hard lessons did you be like oh man i'm not i am not going to be able to support myself if i'm charging this
3: yeah i learned some hard lessons i went in kind of in the beginning i was doing stuff for just pennies yeah i just really for friends. Of course. And then not really knowing how to charge, looking up other photographers in the area and 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 learning that this is not this is a big faux pas is then like undercutting their prices. Right. Because then they're thinking that I'm driving the value of oh, what yeah. we do down. I I'll totally understand that now. Hard lesson.
1: Same thing with me um, as a plumber. I want to kill those guys that are undercutting. <clears this. laughs>
3: so, a lot of that. Um I think the the formula to me now is not very mathematical it's it's well maybe a little but i say to myself this is how much money i want to do this job what net mm-hmm. okay i want i will, this is what i want to take home from doing a wedding and then i build everything then i build all my expenses on top of that okay, okay. and that's what i charge
1: and it took you how long to get to that because i'll give years. you <laughs> 20, did it no, God,
3: like you're still like no you're like, st- like 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 10 years
1: a long time yeah a long time dude i'm telling you i took this over eight years ago It took me five years to actually get to where I'm at now. And I still have a ways to go to figure out about, you know, especially with COVID. And that's what we got to talk about, too. Because your industry was one of those industries where you had nothing. You had no recourse, no nothing. All of a sudden, one day, the government says, you can't do this. Mm -hmm. We're lucky. Building still took place. But wedding photography? What did you do? Walk me through the when you realized that you would be stopped from conducting business and like,
3: um, definitely uh, a a major freak. Uh, not backtrack. No, I freaked out. I freaked out. I, yeah. I knew. I I saw the writing on the wall. I like didn't know how long was gonna last. That was the the trickiest part. Um, but honestly, uh. It was definitely if you if I mean, comparing year to year 2020 was an awful year. For oh, yeah. Business. Yeah. Um, but I didn't have no business. Pull
1: the mic a little bit closer to you.
3: But I didn't have zero jobs. Still had jobs. Yeah. Um, I, I think I started I was shooting in like, maybe May, like early May. I think everything shut down in March. Mm-hmm. By the end of April, early May, I was shooting.
1: And you said we had talked about this <clears throat> off camera. You said it was almost like prohibition, like secret
3: weddings, like people are still going to get
1: married. Do you mind talking about that?
3: No, not at all. People still had, there was a lot going on with uh, venues and couples and moving dates. You know, they they had a wedding in place at a specific spot that they want to get married in and they had to move all those weddings. Yeah. So 2021 turned into like twice. Mayhem. 2020 would have been. Yeah. it, It was absolute mayhem. Um, and that's when my team actually grew. I realized, like, I can't shoot all these weddings myself. I need to kind of double down on the people that are helping me and start sending them out to these yeah. to these jobs more. I was doing it a little bit beforehand, but that, like, COVID really, I learned the ropes on how to kind of farm out a little bit. Right. Like, just use my help. Um, do you trust your crew? You... I do. Yeah. it took me a long time to find people that are, like, yeah. not... Wearing those hats that I said, right? can they be also the guidance counselor yeah. and all that on top? of Like, I know really great photographers, um, but do they have the personality that's yeah. going to match the clients that I'm giving them? Of course. Um, but yeah, there was like people started doing, um, getting creative backyards. Hey, my cousin's got a big backyard out in the middle of nowhere. No one's going to bother us. We'll invite 30 people. We're st- we still want to get married on this date that we were going to get married on. Even though we're gonna postpone the wedding at this big wedding venue right, right, next right. year, uh, so it's almost like business okay. almost doubled a little bit because now I'm like, oh, can you shoot this? Yep, and I'll also shoot the other one. Wow. Like I'll shoot the real one, you know, for your for for everybody, and I'll shoot the little one, the micros. Okay, on the micro weddings. Um, so all these big weddings, you I know, can't believe
1: there was a term for them. That's <clears> so
3: funny. Little micro weddings. People started. That was another thing. Like, how do I price a micro wedding now? I'm only gonna be at your cousin's, you know, farm right. for three hours now. How do I figure that out?
0: um wow that's crazy
3: kept happening uh and it was all just based on people's comfort level some people yeah. just canceled their weddings some people some people didn't want to even into 2021 people were still uh, really kind of nervous about it
1: i had so you had a you you had a noticeable lull maybe for like two months yeah two to three months yeah.
3: by the end of the summer i, I felt like okay Okay. People were starting to book weddings again, like new gotcha. dates, because that too, like the venues were closed. People weren't shut. Like if they were engaged, they weren't planning their wedding. Yeah, they were like, "All right, let's get through let's this just, first, right, 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 and then we'll figure it out." Because yeah, a lot of postponements. Um, but wow. yeah, I'd say yeah, it, it was it was kind of scary for a little bit, but it kept I, on going. Yeah,
1: I mean, people survived, but well, <clears throat> we did. I did an episode. We actually drove down to Harrisburg a couple of weeks ago, and I interviewed this company that um, advocates for small business in light of covid because they had two gyms and they were forced to close Mm -hmm. and they tried proving to the government that they can they can stay open and meet the guidelines but local government said no you have to close anyway so now they advocate for small business and they kind of lobby for small business so there are companies out there since covid who got forced they lost everything yeah so they're they're on that side, and they made a. We talked quite a bit about COVID, obviously, because that's how they started. But when COVID hit, I don't know about you. You were still working, but we there were talks from Phil Murphy about saying that local plumbers cannot work. We have to give everything to PSA and G, which is subsidized by the government. So that would have just been great. You know, you just shut down every small. Thankfully, he didn't. Yeah, and we got busy crazy busy and you and it's funny how you said that all of a sudden these micro weddings came in and you almost got doubly busy it's just crazy how all that kind of worked out yeah. you know what i mean yeah but i can see how someone in your industry would just panic yeah you know yeah you got a wife and couple kids at home mm-hmm. how long were you in that house before that how long t- since you bought that house till you it's COVID hit
3: I guess we were in there for a year. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: And then all you have a mortgage payment and then all of a sudden yeah. boom. Yeah. You know?
2: Total opposite for me. I bought my house during COVID. <clears throat> How crazy is that? Was
1: that a way to, was that to, was that a good time to buy?
2: So it was tough. I was getting outbid by everyone all these New Yorkers moving oh, in. Oh yeah. Coming in. So it was during that time. Yeah, oh, that I was, was May 2021. My
3: whole block is is, is New York transplants so, from that from that I was time. looking everywhere I looked Westwood,
2: Washington Township. I was looking. I the, I really thought I was going to end up living in Oakland. Mm. I Oakland's had not bad. No, it was great. Like it was Oakland. a nice it was a nice corner house, but it was not a 90 corner, it was a curve. House sat on the corner, nice backyard had the house. I got a phone call. I was like oh maybe like attorney review they want to start sooner. They're like, "Oh, someone offered 200,000 more than you." to buy the house.
1: 100,000? Yeah, wow.
2: because what they were doing so just let's let's say it was a six hundred thousand dollar house. The agent told them, Oh, well, we have a bid for $750. Uh-huh. Even though my bid was six hundred. Then they, oh, they were like, oh, we'll man. give you eight fifty for it. So they were making out like that.
1: Unbelievable. So the
2: way I got my house was my realtor lives on my block, who's an Oradell cop. He knew my neighbor. Uh-huh. They wanted to leave, so we did the whole house on the market for eight hours type deal, and I gotcha. they were just giving me the house as, like, friend to a friend, word of mouth deal. So no one else looked at this house. I remember my wife looked at the house on a Tuesday in the morning. Uh-huh. I left work, and I met him and, met, and looked at it. We looked at it separately. I was like, Jen, I sat in front of the house. No cars drove by. Backyard's big. You've been back there.
1: I've been back there. It's a nice little house. Let's do it. And you're right by the school. You got a nice little piece of property in Dumont.
3: I didn't even consider the, the idea that, like, agents could be fluffing how crazy like, you, know, you're just dude, you know dude you know what all oh, these 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 buyers are coming in and baking everyone cookies and you, giving 100 grand over you, you know no what reason. companies
1: like um i don't know if it's specifically zillow but companies companies like these big real estate companies what they'll do is they'll come in and they'll buy a whole block at market yeah, true, value yeah, right,
3: true, right, right right yeah and yeah and yeah. then they'll, they'll
1: buy that. one house like quadruple yeah and then they'll drive they'll up drive the
3: price up. yeah yeah purpose that is
1: so yeah. corrupt dude yeah, like not, corporations yeah. should not be able to buy residential real estate no, no. that's what like I mean. why didn't the founding yeah, but fathers you know what
2: they do the- that they do that they do that at the beach or uh, down the shore down the shore
1: it's <laughs> this and, and like everyone's like oh the bubble the bubble it's like bro real estate companies are causing this bubble you know what i mean
3: yeah you like just- you
1: can't mess you can't mess with people where like people need homes
3: yeah you
1: yeah. know and people like we live in an expensive area and people who are in our industries, in the service industry or construction industry, we need places to live. Like, I get complaints about my prices all the time. And I'm like, listen, I have to live here too. I need to have a roof over my head in your area too. What do you want to commute from Scranton, Pennsylvania every day? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, I need to live here too if you want a plumber. Yep. I'm not going to squeeze in 40 guys into Patterson just so you can have lower prices on your toilet replacement. Yeah. You know, it's frustrating. It is, a, and I'm kind of bitter about it because I had an argument with someone today about my pricing, and she was like, "Oh, I can't." It's like, a first customer? of all, yeah, she was. So she hasn't used us in a long time. Okay, call someone else. And she's kind of, and I know she's never going to hear this, but I'm not going to say her name anyway. But she's ancient, okay. And she used my grandfather. She used my uncle back in the '90s, and like, I kind of excuse her because she, people who are like. Ready to kick the bucket, have no idea how bad it's gotten with supply chains and stuff. Like, they can't put that into perspective. Yeah. So, 15 years ago, when right. it was 150 to change the toilet valve, now it's 260. Yeah. They're like, oh, oh, it's like, listen, I, this is what happens when supply chains and manufacturing is drowned out and inflation is on the rise. Like, we need to live here too. Yep. You know? Yep. And I, I'm. Do you get complaints about your pricing? Do people go? Oh. Yeah.
3: No, I don't. Not, not complaints. I mean, they, they comments. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten a couple.
1: Listen, what you're doing though, you're selling your creativity, which you can name the price tag on. Almost obviously, you have to be competitive. Yeah. But you know, I'm selling. We're selling a service where the the parts cost this much yeah, and my labor right. costs exactly. this much. But yeah. you're selling like. Time. You're, you're selling your time and your creative brain. Yeah. And you have to pay for that. People have to pay for that. Yeah. You know, you can learn to do anything plumbing on YouTube. Go ahead. But if you want me to come in in my fully stocked truck mm-hmm. with my aunt who answers the phones and I have to pay her with my other truck that's on another job that I have to put gas in and put insurance on both with a shop that I have to keep. You're paying for that. Look, like, so she's like, "Oh, the part only costs like twenty two dollars." I'm like, "Okay, I'm not going all the way to the store to pick it up and charging you twenty bucks. It costs me gas and insurance and truck damage and stuff. Like, you're paying one hundred seventy five bucks for me to put this in, like, yeah. you know? Yeah. So when you have your lenses, your lighting, your crew, your transportation. I mean, I feel like I'm selling you on your own business, but like I'm just trying to relate to you on this.
3: Yeah, no, absolutely, it's, it's the, the same the, thing. The insurance that we carry, the website hosting that we have to have, the software that we use to—that's right. You financially need ins- do everything.
1: You need insurance all, too. All of,
3: yeah, uh, to walk in any of the any venue in northern New Jersey, you need liability that's two, two million. Dollars. I didn't even
1: realize that. Yeah. Two, two million?
3: One million, two million, like aggregate one. Jeez. like what yeah. for a photographer? Yeah, it's not expensive to, to carry the insurance because you are.
1: Well, we need one million dollar insurance. Yeah, but we're we're using we're using like flames in houses and using with pressurized water and gas. I, think, I mean,
3: I think it's a general. Yeah, it's a it's across the board. Like even like I, I don't know so much about the florist, but I know the DJ needs to carry that much insurance. Wow, I'm not even going to tell you what some of the high risk trades on my job with their insurances.
1: Uh, well, tell me.
3: Take a guess,
2: elevator guy.
1: Elevator. Well, okay, so that's that's a high risk job.
2: Okay, I, how about the the facade installing the windows on the outside of the building.
1: Well, they're tall buildings, right? You can fall.
2: Doesn't matter <laughs> if it's 8 stories or anything under 8, you can get your insurance lowered, but 10 eight... million
1: T- 25, $70 million? 25-70 million dollars insurance? 100 million? A 120. Dollars. 120 000,
2: million dollars 120 insurance. 120
1: million dollar policy. Good lord. Yeah. I will never work in the city. I was
2: just reading something last night. 300k is like the new 100k remember like when the whole i make a hundred thousand yeah, yeah, dollars yeah that's now 300 000. i was reading uh, that last night in bed
1: yeah they're gonna have to raise the minimum wage again i thought 15 dollars an hour was gonna cut it <laughs> what happened it's like hello they're not gonna raise. will money somebody money. please talk to an economist before they pass laws <laughs> anyway we're going on a tangent we should it sorry folks trying to stay apolitical here we do talk politics that affects ball business, like you know stuff that's. But we don't want to go too in depth because I feel you. we don't want to ostracize our good listeners. But uh, I've seen a lot of memes lately. Uh, so speaking of Reddit, so I still browse Reddit. I've gotten kicked off of Reddit recently for some stupid comment several times. But I actually follow some photographers, and there's now the big complaint is, and I get this. They're like, feed the workers first. Let us eat first. What's the deal with eating when you go, you got to, you do, do most people let you eat prior or do they make you work all freaking day?
3: So every venue is a little different, right? I've worked at them enough to know what the food situation is like. Food is a big part of my day. (laughs) Um, but I pack accordingly myself just in case we don't get fed. Um, my lawyer has – one, one wedding I didn't get fed, and I brought it up to my lawyer, and he's like, you need that in your contract. And I'm like, okay. So now my contract reads, you know, if I work for more than six hours, uh, you're – like, I don't know, whatever lawyer words says that you need to feed me. <laughs> but I, now since I've had that in my contract, there have been one or two weddings where I wasn't fed. And my my question's always been like – Do I do they mail me a sandwich later? (laughs) Like what what does this actually do for me? I'm not gonna hold their pictures because the venue decided it's not the couple's fault that the venue. Oh, the
1: venue didn't feed feed you guys? So Gotcha.
3: They uh there's vendor meals. Um we sometimes eat in like a closet somewhere, or sometimes we eat like where the cocktail hour was. Most venues will allow you to have cocktail, but sometimes we'll get a letter that we have to sign from the venue that says we won't participate in cocktail hour with the guests.
1: So you have to do it after. You have yeah. to eat there after.
3: Yeah. But we do, I mean, I would say 98% of the weddings we get fed. But yeah, the point is like, they normally will feed all of the guests and then they'll put our plates in the cocktail hour room. I will sit down. I'll take a bite of whatever's there and then some or d' will frantically uh, yeah, come yeah, and be like, yeah. they're cutting the cake. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and then we get up and we go in. And huh. and tell them spart- wait five minutes. Exactly. <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> I need five.
1: You have to take care of your service workers. Yeah. I mean, I, this is very petty, but not that we hold it against customers, but we'll notice when a customer, when we're on their job all day and they don't even offer you water. Yeah. It's like, really, I'm you're, you're upstairs working, like, you got a bottle of water, especially if it's the summertime. Yeah. I don't hold it against people if they don't, but yeah. it's something I notice.
3: Definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know?
1: And you know what we do when we... This is actually, no, I, forgot, I was going to make a joke. I was going to say, <laughs> if they don't offer you water, then we make them wait on their no-heat call, but we definitely don't do that. I want to kind of wrap up here, but I want to ask, and I want to put this in the right way, two, three, or four points when people are booking a wedding photographer, what they should do, and like just just kind of tidbits of information of people we're in the midst of huge wedding season, right? Everyone wants to get married in the fall, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a big, big time. But something that would make their day go easier, booking, like what advice do you have for people who are going to use Justin Pedrick photography?
3: Or just not use me. But, the, <laughs> but to, to shop for any photographer, trust the person that you're going to hire. Uh-huh. If you're, as you brought up a couple times, it's a, it's a creative uh, thing that you're, hi- you're hiring based on the work. Yeah. You know, I I don't I don't think I have any couples that look at my website and go like, I really don't like this, but like let's book them anyway. They 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 see the actual photos on there and go like, no, I like this guy. Let's do that. So uh, the trust. um,
1: Trust you to make the right artistic decision
3: and trust and trust me about, you know, things like timeline, like part of what we offer is timeline assistance. So okay. much of the day revolves around photos. Are they doing a first look? Are we shooting during cocktail hour, wrangling off the bridal party and the family, knowing who those people are, memorizing names? Um, the timing is so dependent on like us. We kind of make the schedule. Yeah. Um, so sometimes I'll, I'll just say, you know, I, I think you're being a little ambitious with what you want to do during that time frame because they'll take something as simple like, all right, the church to the park takes 15 minutes. I'm like, no, it doesn't. You're going to put 25 people in your bridal party into a limousine oh, and yeah. then drive 15 minutes to the park and then get them all out of the limousine and then marry for her bouquet. You're three hours easily. Right. Jim's <laughs> drunk somewhere. Like, there's, this is going to take a long time. I always say that everything is going to take 10 minutes longer than you think it's going to take. Okay. Right? Because it is. It's a very hectic day. So trust us. You know, we, we've shot thousands, but definitely over a thousand weddings. And probably seen most of it um so yeah the tr- the trust thing is big don't hire a photographer that you don't like their work um that's a big thing i, I often get people tr- that try to they look at and they they look at the work and then we have a phone conversation and they're like I-, I saw this one thing on on tiktok and i'm just like i don't think i'm your guy like I- i'll just know and I'm- i'll be very honest with them because i don't want to give them a product after the fact that they don't like gotcha that's going to reflect poorly on me of course so mm-hmm. it's like so the trust kind of has to happen. Um, um, do your research. Because with COVID, like another thing that's gone gone down is, yeah, a lot of people are learning how to do this on the internet. And there's like a right. lot of, uh, I don't want to call them imposters, but there's there's people that just don't have the experience, don't have the know-how on how to, how to run a day. It seems simple enough. You get a camera, you learn how to use it, you take some pictures. Um, but I've been reading way too many stories about uh, either people not getting their pictures because the guy just like flew the coop and they don't have any wedding photos because the people didn't do their research
1: oh my gosh Uh,
3: or they didn't they missed some like key moments like oh at my sister's wedding there wasn't even a shot with my sister and my dad i was like they didn't get a picture of the dad and the bride like wow because they were maybe too busy thinking of the creative home run stuff that's gonna fluff up their uh social media presence i don't know yeah it was like so yeah, the research I think is important. Like, read the reviews. Like, do these people follow through on their promises? Um, that's a big thing. Um,
1: uh, that's a lot of pressure, I guess. On to hit. To, I, I didn't even think about all the little stuff that you have to know. Holy crap! I need to be taking pictures of this. Everyone, get over there. Do that. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. It's It's yeah. a miracle that you even get to eat at any weddings at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else? You got? Mm-hmm. any anything else that you want to tell people? Because I want you to plug your all your socials after this too.
2: Um,
3: no, I think that's it. No, yeah.
2: Are summer weddings the worst?
3: Yeah, they're uh, yeah, they're pretty bad.
2: <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Why? Because of the heat? I just wanted. Is that yeah, the only reason? I, the I, heat? I picture you dripping sweat taking pictures. Yeah, the of
3: heat's it. the heat's pretty bad. It's Pretty bad. <clears throat> I, Ugh, I, feel, I feel. I feel. You summer. know, I I'm always dressed more for the occasion. If, I, if it's a summer wedding, I will wear like a polo shirt. You know, and I just, I feel for the, I feel for the, the groomsmen on a summer wedding. Oh, oh, they're God. in like a three piece and we're on the beach or something and they're just Ugh. melting. And in the summertime, the bridesmaids are in these like low cut dresses and we're taking out pictures outside and I'm in my like ski jacket. <laughs> like, all right. You know what's
1: hang funny? in there. I have, I have family all over the country, but I have a lot of family in Ohio and I've been to a lot of Ohio weddings. It's jeans, t-shirt. Oh Yeah i mean there is a there is a bridal dress and the groom is in a suit for 20 minutes yep and that's it and it's in a vfw with a tape deck and cd player and cold cuts for the hors d'oeuvres and like grilled chicken it is i tell people like the weddings out here like i go to ohio i tell my cousins like i just went to this wedding like this massive they can't even fathom they're Mm. like how much did they spend i'm like i don't know Sixty grand, seventy grand, maybe even more than that. Like, you're talking. They're renting a VFW for two hundred fifty dollars for the afternoon. (laughs) Totally different.
3: My wife and I had our reception in an elk lodge.
1: There's nothing wrong with that. I'm sorry. Why do you want to start your life together like dropping all this money? But that's just me. You want to have a big wedding? Hire Justin, pay him, pay him good money. But, uh, <laughs> but that's just me. Like I to start your life and just drop all this money is just insane to me. But yeah, listen, yeah. tell people where they can find you.
3: Um, on Instagram, it's uh, at Justin Pedrick Photography, uh, one word.
1: And I'll will t- put all this at the bottom of the screen cool. for you.
3: Um, uh, JustinPedrick dot
1: P E D R I C K. That's it. All right. Yeah. And uh, you want to plug your only OnlyFans?
2: Yeah, want to put that on there. Oh, you want,
1: put, you want to put the link up?
2: Yeah, it's Big Daddy,
1: one, two, three. <laughs> of course it is. That was like your middle school email, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> at ed.edu. Big Daddy my, at Riverdale.edu. My, my
2: AIM username was BigDaddy69.
1: <laughs> Unbelievable. When you were like 12.
2: Yeah, 13,
1: 14. Um, dude, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for being the stand-in co-host for Max. I
2: need to do part two to tell you how my knee is.
1: You can, we'll get you on for another I'll time. Be, I'll be back. All right. And Justin, thanks for coming on. Thanks for I appreciate me. it. Yeah. And thanks for using it. us as your plumber. Absolutely. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't think of it any other way. <laughs> Excellent. All right, folks. Listen, thanks for tuning in to Plum Bums. We appreciate it. Please remember to like, subscribe, share. We have a ton of good content coming out. We have some really cool guests coming up. But please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Spotify. You can get the audio on Spotify, Google uh, Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio, I think. But uh, YouTube is where it's at. That's where the video is. So please uh, tell your friends and keep watching. And thanks for joining us. And we'll see you next week.